Continuing Siddur Snippets, we are uh, concluding Birchus HaShachar. We've spent a long time on the last paragraph, the final bracha of Hamavir Shena. Rishwab interpreted to mean to wake us up, not from a sleep, a physical sleep, but to wake us up from sleepwalking through life. And the way we do that is to develop a second nature, a habit of Torah, Targileinu Besor secha, and that we conquer Al Tashlet Banu Yitzhahara. We're not ruled by Yitzhahara, but rather we rule it. And Dabkeinu B'mitzvah secha, we cling and we stick to your mitzvahs. They become part of who we are. They're not just empty motions or external actions, but they transform our very being. They speak to our core and our efforts, our essence. Kofes Yisraelu L'shtabech Lach, we ask Kosh Baruch that we should be mishtabed, we should see ourselves as meshubed, as appreciative, as indebted, as here to fulfill a mission and a charge in this world. It's not about serving ourselves, it's about how we serve Him. And the paragraph concludes, We mentioned yesterday, the biggest chesed Hashem can do for us, the chesed we ask for is, to help mold and shape us to people whose second nature is to serve Him, to be selfless, not selfish, to be giving, not taking to be focused on Hashem and repairing His world, to what we can give to it, not what we can take from it. And it ends, We conclude the paragraph, asking Hashem to bestow upon us, to be gomel anas chasadim tovim. How do you translate those words? What are chasadim tovim? So we know what chesed is. We ask Hashem to show us kindness. Don't judge us with judgment or justice, because none of us could measure up. If He really held us to the standard of right and wrong, Many of us come up short. So we ask Hashem instead, like a loving parent, to be selective in His memory and to look upon us favorably and to show us chesed. But does God do chesed which is not tovim? We have to describe, we've been saying this paragraph for a long time. Hashem, sigmalenu, give us chasadim. And what kind of chesed? Chasadim, which are tovim. And that's how we end. Baruch Hashem. We conclude acknowledging Hashem. Blessed are you, Hashem, Hashem. All bracha flows from you. You are the one who is gomel chasadim tovim le'amo Yisrael. You give good chesed to the Jewish people. What other kind of chesed is there? If you look at the Koran translation, it defines chasadim tovim as authentic kindness. Not a superficial or a fleeting, not a counterfeit kindness, but Hashem, you give genuine kindness. Maybe that means not the kindness based on what we look for, if it's a choice between what we think is kind for us or what Hashem thinks is kind for us, we should defer to His kindness. Everything Hashem does is for our best. And sometimes we beg Him and we beseech Him, make this job, this shidduch, this uh, experience, this investment, make it work out. That's the chesed you can show me, Hashem. And Hashem has His crystal ball. He knows that that chesed is not a chesed at all. That chesed is cruel. So he doesn't give us the inauthentic counterfeit chesed. The chesed that in the moment we think we want so badly, but in the long run, in fact, would not be in our interest. He gives us, he's the gomel, chasadim, tovim. He knows what's genuine, what's lasting. He knows what's in our best interest. And we acknowledge and thank him, not for giving him a counterfeit or fleeting chesed, but chasadim, tovim. But the Shlach Kaddish understands it differently. He says, remember Yaakov? Because made Yaakov a promise. So don't worry, I've got your back. I'm going to take care of you. But Yaakov nevertheless prepares for his reunion, his reconciliation with his brother Esav. And why does he do so? What is he so afraid of? Shema yigra machet. Maybe in fact Hashem will do chesed. Maybe he'll show loving kindness, but it's going to come out of his account. Yaakov has all these merits, these chusim. But you know what? In order to be able to get through this episode, he's going to deplete. He's going to empty out his account. He's going about to go into the red. So Yaakov says, 
I don't want to lose out my schusim. Maybe I don't have the worthiness or maybe I'm going to use up. And that's what we ask Hashem, Gomel Chasadim Tovim, not to deplete all of our chesed bank account. But that Akash Baruch Hu should love us like a father, show kindness to us, says the Shla, that we shouldn't be in a position of diminishing our zchuyos. It should be a chesed which is tov, not a chesed which comes with a cheshben, not a chesed that comes off of our account, but a chesed which is entirely, which is entirely tov. So we'll begin the uh, paragraph that follows the Yihiratzon at the very end. After Birchos HaShachar, we recite a Yihiratzon. Where's this Yihiratzon from? The Gemara Brachos Daftazayin Amad Beis. There in that Gemara, various Tanayim and Amarayim offer and suggest, they author their own personal tefillah that they would recite when? Not in the beginning, but that they would recite at the end of Shemun Esther. They would conclude their Amidah with a heartfelt personal tefillah. So one we're familiar with, what do we add at the end of our Amidah? Elokai Nitzor. That's written by Mar Baravina. He was the last of the Amorim, and that was his personal tefillah. And it so speaks to us that Elokai Nitzor was instituted permanently as the end of our Shmonas, right? To tell you the truth, it's extra. It's Tachanunim. It's technically after Shmonas, right? The Amidah ends with Yilur Atzonim Refi. Technically, one is done. Elokai Nitzor is the tefillah that's an addendum that's added afterwards. It's a great Tamachacham and Posek who visits our community. I stand next to him. He has a very long Shmona Esrei, a very beautiful and long davening in general. And he says a Shmona Esrei, he hears it with his ears. And I hear, I'm he's dropping, that he uh, never says Lokai Natsur. So I said, Rebbe, Tori, I'm sorry to ask, but what's Pshat? I never hear Rebbe say Lokai Natsur. He said it as the din of Tachanunim, it's extra, it's an addendum. And the whole Tibor is already raving for me so long. I say Shmona Esrei so long that unless I'm davening someplace where I know they're not waiting, I almost always omit it. I never get to say it. It'd be a tircha de tzibura. So Lokai Natsur is Mar Baravina. It comes at the end of the Amidah, the last of the Amorim. But this Yilaratzon, we dismiss it. We fly through it. We say it at the end of Birchas HaShachar. We're late. We're catching up. We're walking. We're getting out of our car. We fly through this Yilaratzon. But it has parallel. It has the same significance of Lokai Natsur at the end of the Amidah. It was authored by Rabbeinu HaKadosh. Rabbi Yudah Hanasi, the last of the Tanaim. He would conclude his Shmon Esrei every day with this short paragraph. With these couple of sentences. His Amidah didn't end with a Lokai after Yilaratzon. It ended with this Yiratzon Milfanecha. It's not insignificant. It didn't come later. It's none other authored than by Rabbeinu HaKadosh. In the tour, when the tour quotes saying this Yilaratzon, he says that we should insert into this paragraph any anticipated challenge or difficulty we're going to have that day. Just as Rebbe personalized this Yihirotzon, so, and we say it at the end of Birchas HaShachar, right after Birchas HaShachar, it is a template for us to insert whatever we anticipate, a difficult meeting, a difficult experience, difficult travel journey, whatever might be difficult that day, we insert into this Yihirotzon.